Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome back to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, July 19. Today, will Alistair Clarkson coach North Melbourne again this season? Get to know your Matildas, another in Liam Flanagan's pocket profile series, and Manly's bizarre statement regarding a high-profile player agent. But first... Spoken a lot about the Aussie selection this week and tonight we finally find out who is in that first 11 for the all-important fourth test in Manchester. Australia, of course, leading England 2-1, but it feels like we're talking more about the changes Australia has to make than England, who we will get to in a second. Now, Pat Cummins, the skipper, has basically hinted that David Warner will get the gig to open the batting with Usman Khawaja tonight. On the bowling attack, Josh Hazelwood was rested in Leeds. He's likely to come in for Scott Boland. And Hazelwood says it's a ground he's had success at in the past. Missing Headingley is probably the reason to set me up for the last two games. Hopefully with that work behind me now, I'm in a better position now than I was, you know, a month ago. So if all-rounder Cameron Green comes in and Mitchell Marsh is retained after his century in Leeds, who makes way? Well, it could be Todd Murphy. Now, Australia hasn't gone without a spinner since early in 2012. You might think that he didn't bowl that well in Leeds, but he wasn't really given much of an opportunity. In the first innings, he did dismiss the biggest scalp of all, that is the captain in Ben Stokes. And in the second dig, he was only given two overs. Basball, of course, means there's less opportunity for the bowlers out there. Nathan Lyon, the man that he replaced, of course, injured for the rest of the series, obviously thinks that spin should be used in Manchester. I think your bounce is still your big, a big weapon. You're going to get a little bit of side, sideways movement with spin, but I think if you can drift and drop and get the ball to bounce, I think mm. that, that will be your biggest weapon. Even England spinner Moen Alley believes or has warned Australia against going without a spinner for this test, but he's got more issues to worry about than just a bowling for England. The spinner will come in at number three at first drop. Now, he averages just 27 in test cricket, but does boast five test centuries and says it's not like he hasn't played in that position before. It's obviously going to be challenging, batting three against Australia with the best bowling attack in the world. Done it in county cricket, I know it's completely different, but it's not alien. The FIFA Women's World Cup is only one sleep away, but just how well do you know your Matildas? Liam Flanagan has another of our pocket profile series coming up next. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. It's time to get to know another Matilda. Most of you probably know exactly who Sam Curry is. She's the Matilda's captain. She's the best female striker in the world. And she's been on the cover of FIFA for crying out loud. But I want you to get to know some of the other Matildas. So let's take a look at Ellie Carpenter. Emsley, little one-two. Carpenter opening up an angle here. Still Ellie Carpenter. Oh, what a goal from Melbourne! The dictionary defines a carpenter as a person who makes and repairs wooden objects and structures. But stuff the dictionary, because I define a carpenter as maybe the most exciting player on the park for the Matildas. If you watched a Matildas game in the last five years, you'll be all too familiar with the trademark blue headband and blonde hair of dashing defender Ellie Carpenter. Blinding runs down the right wing, turning defence into attack in the blink of an eye. We can build anything. At just 23 years of age, Carpenter has already clocked up an eye-watering 62 caps for the Matildas. And if you don't want to take my word for how good she is, 
On EOS, the best women's club side in the world, French giants Olympic Lyonnais, who won the battle for Carpenter's signature back in 2020, and last year signed her to a fat new four-year deal. Born and raised in the rich wine-growing soil of Cowra in central New South Wales, Carpenter already has one World Cup under her belt and is an absolute lock in the Matildas' best side. But after suffering a ruptured ACL in March last year, it was going to be a race against time to be ready for this tournament. But as you'll see Thursday night against Ireland, Ellie Carpenter doesn't lose too many races on or off the field. Now, it's been more than a month since the AFL virtually cleared Alastair Clarkson, Chris Fagan and Jason Burt, the former Hawthorne coaches and officials, of any wrongdoing in the Hawthorne racism investigation. It is, of course, not over with the families concerned, the Indigenous families, headlined by Silver Rioli, off to the Australian Human Rights Commission to hopefully sort this out via mediation. We haven't seen or heard from Alistair Clarkson for the best part of two months. He was granted personal leave as the investigation began to take its toll. Well, he's back at Arden Street, but he's not ready to take over from interim coach Brett Ratton just yet and in fact may not be in the coach's box again for the rest of this year. It's a little bit disrespectful I feel if I just walk back into the club and just expect I need to find out what's been what's been going on and what the lay of the land is and it might be that I don't coach again this year but it's probably more likely that it'll be later rather than sooner. I've been involved in the game for a long period of time and it, it, it does it does take its toll and I found out that the hard way. That was Clarko speaking for the first time on Channel 7 last night. At the tribunal overnight, Sydney had a win getting Dane Rampey off a two-week bump end. The co-captain successfully argued his collision with Dogs forward Lockie McNeil was accidental despite his opponent ending up with delayed concussion. Now, Carlton wasn't so lucky. Defender Jordan Boyd copying a three-week suspension for a dangerous tackle. In the NRL lately, it seems some clubs are spending all their time trying to clean up big messes. Lee Hadjapantelis, we heard from yesterday, the chairman of the West Tigers, is embarrassed about the predicament his side is in on their way to a second wooden spoon. At Manly, it was their turn to release a bizarre statement. Not really a statement, just a list on their website of all the agents their players are managed by. Now, why would they do that? Well, because their coach, Anthony Seabold, is very upset at suggestions that Isaac Moses, one of the most high-profile agents in the game, has an outsized influence at his club. Now, according to that list, just five players are managed by Isaac Moses, but that overlooks the fact that Anthony Seabold and the majority, if not all, of his coaching staff are also looked after by Isaac. Broncos legend Gordon Tallis told Fox League a similar situation occurred in Brisbane when Seabold led them to a wooden spoon with Moses having a bunch of clients on that list. It comes from the coach's insecurities who was on the chopping block, probably couldn't get a job, and he feels loyal to the manager that got him a job. And it's simple as that. If, if Because what he did at Brisbane was really poor, and Siebes was under a lot of pressure there, and he sits in no man's land and he gets a job. So he's going to feel like he's got to repay the guy that got him the job. Now, Manly have Cronulla on Sunday and the Sharks have their own problems at the moment, reacting savagely to their big loss to the Warriors, slipping out of top four contention. Matt Moylan, their 5'8", and COC for Telekai, among the big-name players dropped, while Wade Graham will miss the match with the toe injury. League legend Wendell Saylor told Triple M's Russia Cronulla isn't playing like a final side right now. They're flat-track bullies. Like we know when they put teams away at home or somewhere else, it's OK. But they've got enough talent there to be able to turn it, but no-one fears them at the moment through their middle third. You need to beat the top teams if you're going to go anywhere through the playoffs. And wherever you're listening, remember to subscribe so you don't miss the app every morning. That's your fast, fun hit of sport for today. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. 
Kastner.